You're listening to Drive Football Podcast. We try to give the best analysis on football on any certain topics. Hope you will enjoy this next few moments of your time. And thank you for choosing us. Hello everybody and welcome to yet another episode in fact the fourth one now of the Rise Online's very own podcast Derive Football Podcast. I am Bishan Podil and I am joined by my friend Susant Parazuli. Welcome to the show Susant. Thank you Bishan. This is our first season and episode 4 Derive Football Podcast with Derive Football at our own terms. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, uh, yeah. So How are you, dude? Yeah, I'm doing good. All this COVID and like this place is not like I don't want. I want to leave Earth right now. Like uh, I miss everything. I miss my normal life. Let's see where it takes us. Yeah, indeed, we miss that normal life. But football, as football as a certain, is shocking us, isn't it? Yeah, football is shocking us. Like. I don't even. Uh, I have never expected like football in closed stadium without fan. Like nobody expected. Oh, there's good news actually. I think New Zealand has defeated COVID and like fans are back in the stadium. Yeah, we saw fans back in I guess in the Puskas Stadium, Hungary, yeah. for the UEFA Super Cup as well. And it was so pleasing to see a half-empty stadium as well. We changed the game. Right? Oh yeah, at at Super Cup, I was so pleased, you know, like the fans were chanting "fuck social distancing." They were they were doing, but you know, like that pleases us, you know. Now we, I think we we need to learn to survive with this COVID. Like we should not be, we should apply safety measures, but we should now learn to survive with this coronavirus. I think this virus is not going anywhere, and already many scientists have already claimed that the medicine is not come. coming any soon so we need to learn to survive with this virus exactly we need to learn to survive with this virus but football is kind of amazing us and i am not a international football fan and i have to be a bad advocate of this but at this time time of pandemic and when the club football is running on I don't think this was a good time to do uh, international friendlies or international even the exactly, nations. Exactly, exactly. You spoke my heart out. Absolutely, I'm not. Uh, I'm like fifty-fifty. You know, I don't even like international football, or I do like international football except World Cup and Euro Cup or other our major tournaments. Talking about this, like it will directly affect club football. You know, like to uh, this uh, that our. Uh, Liverpool striker, striker from Liverpool, Navi Keita has been tested for uh, coronavirus. So, you, you mistake that it's yeah. a midfielder. Yeah, I, 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 I'm telling you, Phil, we said, yeah, and he just been positive, just been tested, tested positive for coronavirus, and with his other five players, and like. Only like you know, you you need to understand. Or oh, the whole team need to be need stay need to be quarantined. And you know the issues in England, Spain, uh, France. You know everywhere there are uh, like if a football player is returning from 
uh, African countries, then he will need to stay in quarantine for a long time. And the laws are not changing in England. And last uh, last week, uh, uh, the quarantine law, quarantine rules were uh, again modified. So this will affect uh, our Premier League a lot. And talking about the effect of this, how this game and in in this condition of coronavirus from the, our international football talking about this um, uefa super sorry uefa nations league nations league was a great concept but in this time of pandemic i think it would not been so pleasing you know watching all these players uh, and they travel from one country to another country and like if they accidentally get contact 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 with the patient or contact with the virus carrier person then it might it may um, it may cause to stop the season. Like uh, I think now, if, if in this if if in this rate players get uh, contaminated with the virus, the season may stop. You know what do you think, Bisan, about this? Yeah, everything may stop, but let's not think about those negatives at the moment. Let's just please everybody because international football is boring, but some things are improving and some things we get to know through international football rather than and yeah we got time, to... yeah at this time it's probably the best time to talk about the wonder kids because we've just recently witnessed how impressive eduardo camavinga has been right yeah like i remember pogba's statement for be the next me like Pogba comparing himself you know the traits and looking the height you know everything and people are making uh, like uh, Mbappe talking with uh, 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 the Kamange and our Falan Mendy from Madrid so like you know the, they are uh, real Madrid fans are making them uh, as a Madrid loney and all these things so talking about star kids uh, he has already impressed me from playing from playing for the French team and other star kids you know Haaland he scored hat-trick in his international hat-trick on the senior level like star kids always uh, wondrous and Donnarumma kept his clean seat you know this international football has got a different platform for star kids what do you think Bisan? you know like that excites me think about it uh, you know wearing your club's jersey and singing your national anthem in your national stadium that gives a different that hits differently that gives different goosebumps you know yeah, but uh, if we have to be honest, at the moment, I think some of the international teams are giving more chance to young players rather than the national team, especially in the case of England. But yeah, let's not go there. Let's not go there. And actually, I've got an interesting topic for today. We wanted to build an 11 of based on Wonder Kids, and we will try to reduce as many young, as many Wonder Kids that have stepped up, like Mbappe and... Trent Alexander-Arnold, for example, uh, they're yeah, one exactly. the kids, but now they're on a different level right now. So we yes. try to eradicate them and build a squad. What do you say? Yeah, of course, I would love to do that. Okay, I, you can. I can do the obvious ones. You know, the star kids that has already been uplifted, and you can do the the time. But let's debate on our every position. I think we should go on the four-three-three position. What do you think? Yeah, kind of. We can go on four-three-three, but. Position can change in the game between these things. Let's not talk about the uh, formation right now. Let's start with the first position, goalkeeper. So, Donnarumma, Donnarumma. No, nobody, nobody can replace him. I think in my position. What do you think, Bisan? Like he has been staying in the AC Milan and proving himself, and 
nobody's uh, like Buffon was there. Uh, Buffon was in the it- Italian national team, and after Buffon, I don't see any player. You know, uh, no player can challenge him for that position, and he have been proving it uh, time and again. Like he haven't, he hasn't left his club. He must be offered by he every European club at the moment. And uh, today he's still uh, he's still at the same level he was when he was signing. And I, I would still say there's no chance for other players rather than Donnarumma. Kind of, I agree with you. Like there is no chance for other players, but as well as there are some good goalkeepers in Italy, especially. I've got Alex Meret as well. But in my list in goalkeeper, I've got. The Portuguese Sporting Lisbon, 21-year-old centre goalkeeper. His name is Luis Maximiano. He played 23 games and he had managed 10 clean seats. And I was thinking about Lafont and Lunin as well. But Luis Maximiano, I was looking at his videos as well. And I was looking at his games. And I kind of clicked. He was something special. And I, somehow I see him in a Spurs shot. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of nostalgic, but... I see him in a Spurs sort in the future, but let's not go there. That's a completely prediction side of games. So we always get wrong on predictions. So I would love to not do predict, not uh, predict like, anymore. I, I would myself but, not to do like to do prediction. You know, prediction always gets us. Prediction is not sort of thing that you must do publicly. But I would like to add a point on uh, this uh, keeper talk. And like you remember um, against Leeds. Uh, as a small guy, the, the Solovikian goalkeeper, although he's 23 years old, Marek Rodak, he was actually, he played a single game this season. He played only one game in Fulham and like he was amazing stopping shots against Leeds, I guess. So he could, uh, he's not a star, he, he's not a star yet, but you know, that possibility is what uh, I remember seeing the debut of Ika Kassila's highlights, you know, I just uh, saw him. Few years back, uh, I saw a the search it on Google and on YouTube, and I was looking forward and like how Casillas improve Casillas uh, show the world in his debut. Like I think that guy had some possibility, but you know, football is uh, like uh, nothing you can climb. It's just it's a very complex game. So I would still say Donnarumma, Bisan. What are you telling? I would in my team. I would go for Luis Maximiano yeah. because I kind of want to build a team that is. Apart from obvious ones, like Donnarumma is the obvious, but Maximiano is catching my eye as well. So, I would stick with Maximiano. Yeah, born in 1999, actually. So, there, there's a lot of class in 1999. And it's been rumor. Rumors are there that Maximiano is linked with, heavily linked with, was heavily linked with Barcelona. And currently, he's in a sporting city. What could be his future at Barcelona? At Barcelona, I seriously think uh, they should consider him because they've got one of the best goalkeepers in the world in Marc-Andre Stegen, undoubtedly. But apart from him, Neto is far too expensive and they can they could do a lot of justice by letting him go and that the wage budget would give a justice. And Luis Maximiano is somebody you would love to have on team because he's young, he could be a future starter if he trains well and grooms well. If he doesn't go as per plan, he can just remain as a backup and stay in the team because of the wages he will be in. So, I think that was a shrewd move if Barcelona would have done that. But now, they have not done that. So, let's rather not talk about it. Okay. So, let's talk about centre-backs. 
Centre-backs, okay. Who, who have you got? Oh, of course, Eric Gracia. He amazes me. And Ozan Kawak. You know, the Germans, the Bayern Munich fan. Oh, I'm sorry. The Germans claim he's the next Sergio Ramos, you know. Like, uh, looking at his game, you know, Ozan Kawak. And I even read an article uh, on the Bundesliga official website. And, like, there was clearly written, uh, Ozan Kawak plays like Sergio Ramos. And I would, at first, I would go for... Eric Gracia and Ozan Kavak. And talking about Eric Gracia, like, you know, he got everything. He can learn with the greats. Uh, he can learn with the best defender in the world right now, Sergio Ramos. And uh, this thing, you know, you when you learn from uh, the best player, you know, the, when you learn from the best, you get you get something best. So, like, uh, I, I, was ta- I always talk about the form of Gomez when Van Dijk is aside and the form of... Uh, but when Ramos is aside, so I think Eric Gracia will be a great defender for Manchester City. And like uh, Manchester City, you know, holded him this season. Barcelona wanted him a- at any cost. So I would go for Eric Gracia and Ozan Kabak. What are your thoughts, Bisan? Yeah, I kind of agree with Ozan Kabak and uh, Eric Gracia. Ozan Kabak, especially, he has got good stats for Schalke and. Probably will feature more in this team. Schalke, he was linked with a move to Liverpool as well as on the later stages, he was linked with a move to Milan. Both didn't measure out, but yeah, we are kind of missing out on these players. I will list out some players we have missed out right now and because I'm not including them as well. They are Milan's Crenier, Clement Langlet, Matthias Delict, Jose Hevitis, Nicolas Zula, Lucas Hernandez, Alicio Romano, Lee, Joe Gomez, Ruben Diaz, and Fresno Kimbembe, simply for the fact that they are established now. Yeah, they are established. Okay. So, if anybody wants to comment on that, if anybody wants to comment on that, let's not do that. For my centre backs, I've got with. Uh, first of all, yeah. let me talk about an article I've written and let me talk about my favorite centre, young centre, English centre back at the moment. Leeds United, he played for Leeds United. Now, he's, Brighton did very well to lock him on a new contract. and Keep him at Brighton for the moment. Last season, he played 46 games, managed to get 97 tackles and got a success rate of 74. He had a tackle success rate of 76% and he he scored one goal, but he had an expected goals rate of 2.34. He had made 19 shots with four on target. Low, but for a goal, for a defender, you don't want much as well. I mean, you don't need much. You would want much. Yeah, much, yeah. yeah you want he has managed 41. He has managed to stay on 41 fouls for a Marcelo Bielsa team. That's impressive considering how forward running they are and how much he might have needed to fall. He has he had managed two assists. He has certainly overperformed his expected assist in this situation because it was no point nine four, and he looks good on good on passing as well with 85 percent success rate. And I kind of. Uh, these stats just doesn't justify how good Ben White was last season because he was a pivot of this uh, Leeds team and now he's come up to Premier League and he's simply taking the ground as his own. And all of a sudden, he finds himself linked with Liverpool. Chelsea are also rumoured to be interested. Manchester City were rumoured to be interested, although I do not see that happening in tension. But with the right guidance, this raw product of Ben White could be the next big English centre back. What do yeah. you say about this? Yeah, like it just gave me goosebumps. You know the uh, what do you say with the right guy guidance? You know 
in Premier League, you can learn everything. I remember seeing the likes of Virgil van Dijk and Westergaard at Southampton. You know, van Dijk is at his at the top level right now, and Westergaard is still in Southampton. So, uh, also the next, uh, I would uh, not argue uh, of my uh, already chosen uh, two centre backs, but I think we must mention a name: Ethan Amparu, the Chelsea. You know, uh, who who was I would. I would yeah. love to mention Ethan Ambadu's name, but the concern I have is he's playing for Sheffield United and he's the he's not a starter at the moment. So the players right. I have included here are starters. Yeah. So but, that was no. my only concern yes, exactly. for not putting. But we have to put his name out as well. Alongside this, with so many players like Teren Mengi from Manchester United, we've got yes. Tomori from Chelsea, we've got even Joe Gomez is a raw product, but yeah, he should not be mentioned at the moment yeah. because he's sort of established as well as sort of... He's a mixed bag of both. And Liverpool have got a good bunch as well in Seb Vandenberg and Billy Comitio. Yeah, Billy Comitio. As well, so... Is me. You, you know, the big tall guy. So, and, uh, you know... Yeah, now well, yeah. Continue, Vishan. Billy Comitio is a big tall yeah. guy. You can continue. Yeah, Billy, Billy Comitio. Billy Comitio always amazes me. You know, and Seb Vanderbuck. And I remember Kihana Hova at Liverpool. He His position was he was still in dilemma. But he claimed once that he can play centre-back. But, you know, uh, now in he did. football, nobody wants to know. Yeah, he did play as a centre-back. But in modern football, nobody wants... Uh, a uh, uh, defender with uh, less than six feet uh, height. I'm not. Uh, be, I'm not telling that height matters in football, but you know nobody wants a defender uh, who is less than six feet in modern football right now. I don't think so. So he was. He was. Uh, he should be considered. But uh, and Amparu also a great talent from Chelsea and right now is in Sheffield. So let's talk about uh, fullbacks, Bisan. So what do you think? Uh, Wait, I've I've still got one more defender to announce my. I've got to talk about Ronald Araujo because he's my second partner partner for Ben White. Yeah, this is kind of a big name as well because he is now getting the getting the slot in Barcelona's starting lineup. He he kind of has played just two games this season, so I cannot give that proper stats about him because like playing for Barca's B team doesn't justify his stats. So let me talk just about how impressed I was with him. That. I did not. I do not want to compare players to any legends because that automatically increases the pressure on them that they have, right? So when I saw saw Araujo play, I instantly got vibes of Carlos Puyol because the way he was claiming his position, the way he was acting as a leader and everything. I see this dude as a future Barcelona captain. I really see him. He's just so good on the ball. He runs everywhere, everywhere on the pitch to get those balls. He's going to have a great future and mind it in the future, this guy is going to be a Barcelona captain. I'm, I'm putting that statement out right now. So, yeah, now, now let's go to the fullbacks. Who, who have you got? Yeah, I've got the obvious one. Ben, oh, sorry, Alphonse Davies. What do you say? Oh my God, Alphonse. Like, uh, you know, going. How can you argue with the know, beast? Who can argue? How can you argue with the Canadian yeah. beast? You know, the, he even played, uh, uh, many of us know this fact, he even played uh, in the Olympics. He played as a, uh, as a sprinter. This guy outpaced Kalian Mbappe at the Champions League final. Like, this, who can 
say that you know, who is the uh, like give me uh, give me a player you name me a player who is better at his position he can defend he can attack he can make runs he can do what you want at his position and you get more than uh, what you expect so hansi flick must be proud that he got this sort of player and i don't think there's another player at this position but what do you say vishan yeah kind of this is my trend going on right now alfonso davies is clearly the better player for right now but i have to go to benfica for the moment i have to go to benfica i have to talk about this one portuguese left back that has impressed me i've got a back story here because this is the one player uh, in my football manager career mode for benfica that alongside his alongside thomas travares these two wing backs just outperformed everybody in my team that was so much that i had to carry them everywhere i went in football manager so i've got that love for him in that case but let me talk about how good he is he just played 1005 minutes yeah he had made an ex- he had an expected goals rate of 0.32 but did not manage much he had managed 11 shots on a game as a left back that's impressive as well he had managed four assist out of an expected assist of 2.54 so clearly you've got an improvement you've got a player that's overperforming his expected assist and you would always love these kind of players and the tackle success rate of 74% um but he kind of needs to groom him on his discipline because in in a matter of 1005 minutes you cannot give 17 fouls away but he is a that's what one week is all about raw talent that yeah, he produces exactly and this guy is i i can see him in the portuguese national team in the future because he's got that ability so now do you have anyone else to put out or can we go to the yeah right we can directly go to the right back so you start with your non obvious one pick for right back okay first of all let me just cut out my obvious choices that i had trend alexander arnold benjamin pavard kimich and klosterman which i have already said they are either just got above that wonder kid status now so the one player i have got is a 20 24 play year old player i guess from independente that's an argentinian side for those who do not know i guess everybody knows most of you know fabricio bustos last season he played 25 games managed 2.3 tackles per game he had got 0.8 interceptions he had got 0.9 fouls just 0.9 fouls per game he had managed 1.5 clearances and 0.3 blocks with 0.7 key passes per game and 1.1 dribbling completed this uh, yeah it's it's an amazing piece of stats that i've collected from about uh, fabricio bustos and especially but he's playing in an argentinian league so that kind of can take someone away but this guy just holds his ground that confidence he's got and the way he runs with the ball that just know you just know if he gets a proper manager which all due respect to the current independent manager there are better right if he gets to that good manager if he gets that good grooming going on this guy could be the next andy robertson oh, right yeah. back because andy robertson was not as famous as he was and later he just went to the yeah, his time at went yeah. to the hype circle immediately that is what fabricio bustos is for me and i still think he's not a kind of wonder kid wonder kid at the moment but he is one for the future so 
in the video title i think we should give the future of football yeah, exactly so yeah i've gone with fabrizio bustos oh, i am confused you know like this position is uh, uh, right now in football uh, this position right back uh, there's a lot of players who can play at this position but uh, you i would say there's another uh, player ismilano tismikas who can do something at this position and also but i would say buyoko saka for me because you know i i have always seen buyoko saka whenever he plays he amazes me whenever he combines with uh, you know the saka over combinations combination i would say whenever the this uh, guy combines with over meang to take ball forward like the game becomes different like arsenal play like arsenal when uh, uh, under arteta you know arsenal play plays like they are under uh, winger so I remember when they were they scored the goal against Liverpool on the community shield like that goal was designed by Arteta but the you know like some the mechanism is run by you Buyako Saka he when ever Arsenal attacking and uh, although he's uh, you know his height could be less but like born uh, he was born on 2001 uh, 19 years old and still learning a lot of football and I would say Buyako Saka Okay, I kind of agree with you, Bukayo Saka. You've kind of cheated here because I think you need to slot a lot of them in attack. Yeah, and he's deployed in that position. So, who who can claim you wrong? As that he's deployed in that position and he's been good there as well for Arsenal. So, I don't think we can even try to. Yeah, there's another player too. Hakimi. So let me talk about talk something about Hakimi. Akraf Hakimi. Oh my God, how did I miss him? Okay, he's a. quality player and under antonio conte i can say under antonio conte and under danilo diambroso as well because he has to train alongside diambroso for the right back spot he is going to grow high he might have to battle for the position but sooner or later he is going to get to that level let's talk about the defensive midfielders i will start with mine i'm um, sorry i just... <laughs> yeah you got Okay, you can okay, like talking about Gunduzi, he has been loaned out this season, but Arsenal got Partey, so they loaned out him. And talking about Gunduzi, like what this player can do, this player have a lot of talent, you know. And he, although he is already established, but I'm going for this player because I think he has the future at this position. There's another player at Manchester United, Scott McTominay, but you know McTominay is already established, making his international debut for Scotland, but. Gunduzi amazes me you know he can recycle the ball actually what a defensive midfielder has to do is recycle the ball and stop counter attack and Gunduzi is so perfect at this so uh, the french kid has got a lot of talent and france has got a lot of talent in the national team squad and a lot of i think most of our player come many of our i'm sorry many of our uh, wonder kids are in france actually and talking about gunduzi Yeah, you know, yeah. Gunduzi has something special, especially you know, and when he he played uh, under the likes of uh, when he learned something from Gabby Luiz, although his form at Arsenal is not considered to be good, but he learned something uh, good. I think he learned something, uh, you know, genuine thing from Gabby Luiz, so which he can apply in his game. So Gund, I would say Gunduzi at this position. Gunduzi Gunduzi is the kind of player that operates on chaos that brings that calm on chaos like yeah. and uh, Arsenal currently has got so many players and they run on a system so I don't think Gunduzi kind of fits on this Arsenal team but 
let me get this out of the box idea that i always pitch matteo guendouzi to tottenham would be the move of his life there cannot be a better move i mean matteo guendouzi to a jose mourinho team because jose mourinho likes a defender the defensive midfielder that operates on chaos like he just creates that calm on that chaos chaotic team that just fluid everywhere Gwendozi was that for yeah, Arsenal for Unai Emery. That's why he was so yeah. special. And with Mikel Arteta, he is not that. So I think that's another reason. Alongside his uh, behavior thing, that he needs to improve on. Yeah, he clearly needs to improve on his behavior. As for I think that's why that's why he has been known to you time. know Hertha Hertha Berlin or something. Yeah, Berlin. Berlin. As he he replaced. if you know he was bought brought to replace uh, Mar- marco gruitch from who's now come and become a permanent member of the liverpool yeah. team apparently he's gone to replace him but yeah i kind of agree with you for my choice i've got another one player from who's been bought to sheffield last january sheffield united bought him from i guess from genk yeah from genk it's ports it's a belgium club gang and sanderberg the norwegian just proves me every time proves me right like he's such a stiff height he's got that height he's got that ability to control the ball he's just got that ability to slow the pace down of the game just opposite to what gwenduzi is he operates on a system and he is the focal point of that system like we know there is no this more not there is no any more discipline side i i'm kind of uh, slumbering at the moment because of my english that's not my first time for anyone but uh, he kinds of kind of operates in this uh, system and sheffield united is the most systematic team in the world i would even go for the world and he kind of reminds me of sergio busquets kind of gameplay like he holds the play he's not that quick he's not that built he's tall he just tackles in and gives those random passes that just trick yeah like what do you uh, sergio busquets uh, is the is like only give me one uh, player at that position who has played and sergio busquets underrated and talking about what uh, that young central defensive midfielder must look at his game the young, young players who are coming you know they are who are coming at this position to play they should look at this guy this barcelona legend because like he played with he was a part of one of the best midfield midfield in the history of football i would say iniesta Busquets and Xavi. What what do you say, Bisan? Like this trio, he was. This is the best. Yeah. This is on par the greatest uh, footballing midfield yeah. trio ever. Like you can come with everything, every kind of thing. You can give the best three midfielders of all time and throw them together. But this midfield, such a complementary midfield. Like you see, everyone has got a bit of skill. Like nobody has everything, but. everyone together they have got everything right like iniesta is this this midfield of i i saw i think it was in t4 podcast or something where it explained like about iniesta but i would say this about the whole midfield of that team this midfield alone did some of the biggest highest of football highest of football and it didn't leave a single yeah. proof away from exactly. it that was the kind of midfield and sergio busquets 
has to be the main player. Like he kept Cesc Fabregas yeah. away from Barcelona. Oh, yeah. I do not have to speak much. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he's ruling at his position till now and talking about his position. So I think he's underrated. So let's not get out of our topic, Bisan. Yeah, let's let's yeah. not get out of our topic. Let's go to the center midfielders. If you have two center midfielders, you can just split it out or you can just say it out okay. right now. I would say Foden at first, talking about Phil Foden, you know, Pep, Pep Guardiola's. Uh, one of one of those statements. Uh, I still remember those statements. Phil Foden is the most talented player ever. I have uh, seen him playing, and Foden amazes me actually. And he have never disappointed me. And you know, Phil Foden got you know the traits and the vision what he needs, and he have now he's playing with uh, the best team uh, which he can get. And, uh, one of the best team in England, and he's. He's replacing yeah, he's, David Silva. David Silva. Now, you, you know, like the, he's replacing his legend and his hometown boy, and like played uh, played from uh, played for that club. You know, the passion it gives you, different passion, play, representing your own own city club. So that gives you something extra. And uh, as a wonder kid, Phil Foden can uh, you know unlock the defense, take shots, and he uh, he score goals, make assists, and he's who is he playing with? Who is he playing at that position? Kevin De Bruyne. And talking about Kevin De Bruyne, you, I I, I guess I don't need to speak a lot. Let's, yeah. let's not even try to explain how good yeah. Kevin De Bruyne is exactly. actually because for me, for me, let me say it for me so that the hater, so that everyone will not argue on this. For me, Kevin De Bruyne at the moment, at this very time, is the best football player yeah, on the at planet, this period. Moment. Talking about otherwise. At this moment. I'm saying at this moment. Not of all time, not of this year or something, but at this yeah, very yeah. moment. Okay. Yeah, I'll, and You continue. And we have already talked about this player who I'm going to play at the beginning. 17 years old, to, born in 2002. And like, you know, playing for a, a French team, State Reynas. And what do you think of Eduardo Kambinga? You know, like Pogba said him, Pogba said him, you, you are the next Pogba. Like indirectly, he said you are the next Pogba. But this player, wherever I see him play, he amazes me, you know. This player has got something, uh, you know, like he can unlock the defense, he can dribble, he can do everything, he can take shots, he can he can even defend, staying at the, uh, he can recycle the ball, he can stop the counter attack. So, Eduardo Eduardo Kambinga amazes me, and his position, yeah, and debuting at the age of seventeen, debuting for French national team. You can okay, like I don't need to talk about more on this. If he's seventeen. If he's not so good, then how would he get his international team at world champions? Into that France French are the team. world champions. So let's not talk about this. Who will argue on this position? Eduardo Camavinga. I do not need to speak about much because get this clear. You are going to listen this name. For almost 15 years from now as well, you're going to 15 years from now. I will say, I watched the play. I watched the career of Eduardo Camavinga entirely, and I'm very proud of it. That is the statement I'm going to say because playing for a Ligue 1 side in the age of 17 alone is big. Okay, considering it's not Ligue 1 is not the level of Premier League or anything, 
it's still a top side and this team is going to the champions league mind it this team is going to the champions league and this dude has deployed as a defensive midfielder as a center midfielder the versatility leave everything away defensive midfielder is the most mindful position in the game you control the game through your head along with your feet in defensive midfielder and if a player at the age of 17 can do that you do not need to speak much i get i cannot go yeah, beyond words or what i i get but again yes we can continue for my midfield for my midfield i again gone for two players that are virtually lost on the shelf i mean uh, like coming from me let me get out the first one he's from west brom 20 years of age at the season 2017 18 he made his premier league debut played 26 minutes i guess for west bromwich albion it's rikim harper this guy is kind of an advanced playmaker if i have to dignify him as a role but i clearly do not understand how can you dignify a player's football player's role because it comes on changing in a game or nowadays every game it changes right so but rikim harper is somebody that just runs with the ball he can carry the ball forward and expect to see a lot of rikim harper this season because he's going to break out into a superstar this season and yes there are a lot of players in this west from team west from has spent it smartly rather than high more they've spent it very smart spent and smart. yet i feel like this one player rikim harper yeah continue yeah, one player in west from team matthew what i Par- want to say is amazes me matthew pereira amazes me matthew pereira you, like, you let's start yeah I think it's this- getting a bit slower at the moment let's not okay so for me right rikim harper is some rikim harper harper is somebody who just who is so elegant with the play that's the best way to describe it elegant and talking about elegancy what a smooth transition right talking about elegancy i've got pedrinho alongside him pedrinho Pedrinho is currently deployed for Benfica. I'm going with a lot of Benfica players and I'm not talking about Everton Suarez in this team. Okay, I do not have Everton Suarez. So expect something special from Benfica this season. But I've got with Pedrinho. Pedrinho is a center attacking midfielder. He is something like Kaka if I have to explain it properly, but I do not want to explain because I have not seen much of Pedrinho. But how much of Pedrinho I have seen, I've just been, I just am wowed. That's how I can explain Pedrinho. He's such a special talent. This central world, me, me, this is gonna be wasted. And okay, let's talk, let's finish our forward. Then okay, Bishan, what do you think? Uh, I would like to strike. Uh, I would like to start with striker because uh, that's not uh, we are not doing the obvious thing. So we'll talk about left uh, left wing and right wing later. So talking about uh, I'm kind of confused on two options. Like uh, for me, that's why I've given one player at the right wing. So let's not talk about him. 
At striker, I've gone with Rian Brewster, the Sheffield United player now. As a Liverpool fan, that pinches to say because I've seen him grow. And the dude last season for Swansea managed to get 11 goals in just after getting into the season, mid-season, after the January transfer window. And mind it, the top scorer of that division was was uh, Alexander Mitrovic, who managed 26 goals in the whole season. So getting 11 half season is not a bad thing. And now he's gone to Sheffield United, where he's surely a starter, considering how bad Sheffield United have started attacking-wise. And even if that was not the case, even if he was still in Liverpool, this would have been his breakout season, considering Liverpool needed a striker. And everything... He's on his track now. He's coming back. Uh, he's thought, sold to bring back, if that somehow makes sense. Because Liverpool have inserted a buyback clause. That simply defines how yeah, much of a talent, talent he is. his should be considered very good. Like a position, nobody can touch Haaland right now. What do you think about Haaland? You know, like he scores wherever he has been. Like when he was at the... Nor- uh, at the, at the at, at Norway, people claim that league is very small and he came to Europe and he started playing Europe and people this league is not to prove yourself and he proved himself at the Champions League and right now he's rocking this league and uh, rocking with, you know, the best attack, uh, best attacking option Dortmund have got, you know, Sa- Sancho and Haaland. Like, this makes something special of you. So, Haaland is uh, scoring a uh, hat-trick for your national club. You know, like, Haaland amazes everyone. And, like, people even call him robot for his goal scoring and scintillating form. You know, like, the people even call him the next robot Lewandowski and Bayern will buy him from Dortmund. Like, uh, they snubbed Lewandowski. But let's not talk about that. And I think Haaland is the proper genuine player. I can argue uh, uh, in... Rihan Brewster, but talking about Haaland, Bissan, do you remember Christian Pajdik from Poland? Like, he had a goal scoring streak when he was in AC Milan, and like later he was transferred to Berlin. Bissan, you remember Pajdik? I, I exactly remember. I considered he as a future star. He was playing as one as well in Giona, and then half season he was transferred to Milan for that reason. But at the later stages, some Milan was itself a sh- shell of that team and he lost everything away but uh, Piatek still yeah, has 25. got a future on him but Haaland ah, oh my god Erling Braut Haaland should I dignify that name much because everybody knows him what he yeah. has got with him what he has got with him is such a simple thing he's got pace he's got skills and he's got shot and then what do you need uh, Striker, you don't you need much. What do you striker, need you much? Know, what do you expect more from a striker? What, what do you need much? And the support he will get in this Dortmund team. Marco Royce, Giovanni Reina, which I want to talk about later as well. Giovanni Reina. And then you've got Jadon Sancho, the obvious choice. You've got so many choices, right? Bo- Borussia Dortmund are the most interesting okay, team in football right now. I do not need to say much. Got a lot of plan and they will not change their plan for any club as I have mentioned before. So, they will be very, they will be interesting to watch. And now, Bisan, I would say the final part, left wing, so this 
a lot of talented players are here but both of them are very talented at their place uh, you know so left wing uh, what what would you say we sang at first well i kind of wanted to go for eberichi az but uh, then i just forgot about giovanni rain i'm very sorry so you know who's my right wing left wing it's giovanni reina because giovanni reina just reminds me of lionel messi like he's not on that level he will he may be there he may not be there but that game play that subtleness he's got that way he just goes fluidly and i'm keeping him out of his position here because i want to include one more player at right wing but let's not go there he's just subtlety that way he just goes fluidly and that the link he's got with erling haland you should have included him in his squad if you have not but the link he has got with erling haland the friendship they have got together this is just so good player and you you know he will be a big player for dortmund or for any other team this guy is the future of football and he will be the man mind it hear me out bear me out whatever you want to say giovanni reina will be the face of us football he will make sure football in usa is a big thing okay as left that? wing there are two obvious choices right now vinicius junior and ansu fati so who do you think uh, i would not like to talk more on this topic because ansu fati has proved himself uh, like people tell him you now you can see someone who can replace new leo messi at barcelona and ansu fati he he has he has already made his national view and playing from playing for barcelona at this level you know like barcelona right now is sorting uh, more talented players and like uh, at this competition level at barcelona he is getting his start so ansu fati is something uh, sort of very special player and talking about vinicius junior he plays as a left winger or a right winger he's in his position is uh, you know it's all up to zidane and but exactly exactly like you got to have him in the team but now let's go and move to who who do you want to have in the team actually i i'm sorry okay. i stabbed it who do you want to have do you want to have, have ansu fati or vinicius is not an obvious choice because i'm still confused with whom i need to go because i've seen the likes of what vinicius can do last season this season he haven't proved him i would say ansu fati would be my choice okay now let's go to the position the last position i guess okay right i, I would like you, uh, you to start for and you can start in this position okay i'm removing the obvious i think you've gone with jaden sancho as well that's there may not talk about that but whom i have got in my team is viktor sigankov the ukrainian player the next andri shevchenko shevchenko as what players say, other ones say but yamolenko was also dubbed the next andri shevchenko and he's flopped out so let's not talk about that but uh, there is something subtle in sigankov like he just is that inside forward that your team needs i simply don't understand why did manchester united not go for him when you needed clearly needed a right winger that's all i have to say like he's got everything in him 
from being a finishing material, having the finishing skills, having the wing skills, having the skills, that subtleness, having that dribbling skills. He's got everything with him. And I do not want to splat the skills out because he plays for a Belgian league and you cannot take him to a world star by just taking talking about the stats of that player. So I've not even thought about looking at the stats because when I look at that player, I simply think he is going to be huge in football. Who have you got? Okay, I'm very, very sorry for what just happened. Susan's internet connection has been broken down. Just just comment, fuck Nepal government or anything out there. But apparently he's got... Uh, Jaden Sancho in his team, so I do not need to speak much about Jaden Sancho, do I? And I have not prepared on Jaden Sancho, so I will not speak about that. So what I have got in my team... So we just completely randomized it, but now I would like to talk about some players that I did not include. They are Eberi Chiesi and Victor Sigankov. So to, they've got that future with them as well. And overall... We've got a good list coming up from both sides, so hope you enjoyed this. Hope you like the podcast. Do not do not forget to like, share, subscribe if you are in YouTube, which we would love you to be if you are on any other podcast platforms. We are in a lot of them right now. I kind of do not remember it. Thanks to Anchor, though. We are in Spotify. We are in Google Podcast. We are in a lot of them. So hope you enjoy this video, this podcast. Look, visit www.riseonline.com and. You'll find out find out more on our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter profiles. And keep subscribe to our podcast more especially. Thank you very much. We had a great time. Hope you had a great time as well. Have a good day.